Welcome to Living Life, and it's such uh, an honor to share God's Word with you today. In the months of October, uh, we'll be sharing uh, Leviticus again, and I know some of us are thinking, oh gosh, Leviticus again, and uh, you know, for some of us who try to read the Bible from cover to cover, uh, we start with Genesis and we fly through Genesis because it's entertaining, there's a lot of fun-filled stories, but once we uh, reach Leviticus, it seems like we hit a brick wall because some of the messages are very hard to swallow and we don't know why they're talking about certain burnt offerings, uh, how to do sacrifices, how to make uh, the tent of meeting, and all these uh, peculiar things. We don't understand why it's in the Bible, but once we truly understand the purpose and uh, the reasoning behind Leviticus, uh, it will draw us closer to God and I promise you that. So uh, I'm going to try my best to make this as simple as possible. So let's get into today's word together. Leviticus chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron and his sons, and to all the Israelites, and say to them, this is what the Lord has commanded. Any Israelite who sacrifices an ox, a lamb, or a goat in the camp or outside of it, instead of bringing it to the entrance to the tent of meeting, to present it as an offering to the Lord in front of the tabernacle of the Lord, that person shall be considered guilty of bloodshed. They have shed blood and must be cut off from their people. This is so the Israelites will bring to the Lord the sacrifices they are now making in the open fields. They must bring them to the priest, that is, to the Lord, at the entrance to the tent of meeting, and sacrifice them as fellowship offerings. The priest is to splash the blood against the altar of the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting, and burn the fat as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. They must no longer offer any of their sacrifices to the goat idols to whom they prostitute themselves. This is to be a lasting ordinance for them and for the generations to come. Say to them, any Israelite or any foreigner residing among them who offers a burnt offering or sacrifice and does not bring it to the entrance to the tent of meeting to sacrifice it to the Lord must be cut off from the people of Israel. So we're going to pick up on chapter 17 where we left off last time. And uh, in order to understand the purpose of Leviticus, uh, we just need to understand two things. Love of God and love of our neighbors. Uh, that's pretty much the premise of Leviticus. And chapters 1 to 16 can be summed up love of God. So it shows us how we can love God more. As the Israelites were planning to go into the Promised Land, 
God wanted to show them how His people and God can live together peacefully. Because if the Israelites, they carried on all the bad habits, all their sinful natures that they learned during their 400 plus years of slavery in Egypt, there was going to be a lot of trouble. Uh, When we have new roommates or when we get married, it takes some time adjusting to our roommates and it takes some time adjusting uh, to our wife. And it's best if we kind of lay the ground rules, like the things that I like, the things that I don't like, uh, rules that should be respected in the household. So chapters 1 to 16, God is kind of telling his people, these are the laws that you guys should keep in order to love me better. And chapter 17 to the end of Leviticus, it shows how we can love our neighbors more. Uh, The beginning of chapter 17, verses 1 to 9, uh, verse 2, God says, Speak to Aaron and his sons and to all the Israelites and say to them, This is what the Lord has commanded. Any Israelite who sacrifices an ox, a lamb, or a goat in the camp or outside of it, instead of bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting to present it as an offering to the Lord in front of the tabernacle of the Lord, that person shall be considered guilty of bloodshed. So God is giving specific directions on how to present their sacrifices. And why is this important? During that time, people, they kind of, uh, you know, because there was no centralized place of worship up onto this point, people kind of sacrificed wherever they wanted to be. So let's say, you know, someone, they felt compelled to worship God. They'll take an animal and they'll sacrifice the animal on top of a hill, in their backyard, in front of their house, and there was no order or there was no direction. Now, the intention of the people was good. They wanted to worship God. But if we worship God without any sort of guidance, without any sort of guidelines, we don't know who we're worshiping. Uh, That person that we're worshiping is not God, but it could be ourselves. It could be our sinful desires, or it could be demons, as it is mentioned in today's text and God is giving his people specific guidelines on where they're there to present their sacrifices and how to do it uh, oftentimes you know the world tells us follow your heart do whatever you want do what pleases you you know there's a saying you only live once and follow your heart do whatever you want it seems good on the outside but if we dig into the core message it's Pretty much the world is telling us, follow your sinful desires. We know that inside of us, there's nothing good. And it's solely by the grace of God that we're able to uh, get to know Him and experience His grace and His love in our lives. And because of that, you know, we were born again and we are changed people. We're no longer slaves to our sinful natures. But because we have the Holy Spirit residing in us, we're able to do good through the grace of God. And, you know, if um, uh, we live according to our sinful nature and we do whatever we, uh, we do, whatever we want, and we worship, you know, whoever we want, then we're going to be victim of our sinful nature. And that's, this is why it's so important that the Israelites, they follow a strict guideline on how to worship, on where to worship, and they need to present their sacrifices through the priest. Um, um, And uh, what's important is uh, verse 7, they must no longer offer any of their sacrifices to the goat idols 
to whom they prostitute themselves. This is a lasting ordinance for them and for the generations to come. Uh, it's so easy to fall into idolatry without any guidelines. Uh, the reason why the law exists, is, it doesn't exist to limit us. And, you know, sometimes we think that when we read Leviticus, we think God is trying to take all the fun away and it's there to prohibit us. But in actuality, the law exists so that we can love God more. Uh, God is telling his people, listen, I want us to live together and I want us to live in a manner not according to your sinful nature, but the way I want you guys to live so that we could be holy together. Let's go inside my prayer. God is looking for believers who worship Him in spirit and in truth. Uh, that means not only do we need to worship God with all of our heart, but we need to know, we need to have the knowledge as well. If we have the passion, but we have no knowledge of who we're worshiping, then we're just going to be running around in circles. And at the same time, if we only have head knowledge, we know who God is, we know all the theology, we know all about the Bible, but we don't, we're not worshiping with all of our hearts, then that's worship in vain. God is looking for believers who will be worshiping Him in spirit and in truth. And in order for us to worship Him in spirit and truth, we need to know the Word. We need to know the law and how we could worship God better. And there's no other place than Leviticus where we could properly know what God desires in His people. So as we reflect on today's message again, um, God is not calling us to worship wherever we want or however we want, but there's specific guidelines that He gave to His people. So my prayer is that we could worship God in spirit and in truth through the Word. Let's go in time of prayer. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the Word you have given today. Um, during that time, the Israelites, they were offering their sacrifices wherever they wanted uh, because uh, they had this uh, habit of doing so uh, back in Egypt. But I pray that uh, as we get to know you more through your word, I pray that we may worship you in spirit and in truth, not only with head knowledge, but with our hearts as well. We thank you, we love you, and in your precious name we pray, amen. Further and stepping in closer, see you.